The Lower Herbert Water Quality Program aims to improve the quality of water flowing from the Herbert River catchment to the Great Barrier Reef Lagoon, while improving productivity and profitability of the Herbert sugar industry at the same time. A total of $16.2 million has been allocated to the program under the Reef Trust Partnership, a partnership between the Australian Government and the Great Barrier Reef Foundation. Approximately $13.5 million is currently allocated to six on-ground projects, which are being delivered by various delivery partners in the Herbert River catchment. The Reef 2050 Long-Term Sustainability Plan, also called the Reef 2050 Plan for short, has been developed by the Australian and Queensland governments to ensure the Great Barrier Reef continues to improve on its outstanding universal value every decade between now and 2050, to be a natural wonder for each successive generation to come. The Reef Trust partnership includes a $443.3 million partnership with the Great Barrier Reef Foundation to help fund projects that protect and restore the reef, delivering on the Reef 2050 plan. At its core, the Reef Trust Partnership represents an elevation and escalation of a collaborative effort across governments, landholders, communities, reef management, traditional owners and more. It brings us all together in one of the most exciting and important collective efforts of our time. In this podcast, you'll learn about the Reef Trust Partnership and how the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program will help deliver on the Reef 2050 plan. Robert Speed is the Great Barrier Reef Foundation's Director of Water Quality. Robert has over 20 years experience in environmental management, policy and law with a focus on water resources. His work focuses on establishing legal, institutional and planning frameworks to support good resource management. Robert holds a Bachelor of Laws and a Bachelor of Science from the University of Queensland a Master of Laws in Environment and Resources from QUT and is admitted as a solicitor of the Supreme Court of Queensland. Hi Robert, thanks for joining me. Can you tell us about the Reef Trust Partnership? What is it and what's it going to achieve? Yes, yeah, so the Reef Trust Partnership's uh, a partnership between the Federal Government and the Great Barrier Reef Foundation. There's a funding commitment of about $440 million from the Federal Government and that program is being delivered by the Great Barrier Reef Foundation with the objective of maintaining and improving the values of the reef. And there's a number of components to that. Uh, there's about $60 million that's committed to activities to try and address crown of thorns starfish outbreaks, so active work on the reef to try and eliminate crown of thorns starfish. There's $100 million into a reef adaptation program. So that's looking at developing technologies for restoring reefs to make them uh, more resilient to climate change in particular. There's about $60 million committed towards traditional owner-led activities. And there's $40 million towards a integrated monitoring and reporting program. And there's about $20 million towards community-led activities. In addition to those, the largest of the programs is around water quality. And there's about $200 million that's been allocated to uh, activities to try and improve the quality of water out on the Great Barrier Reef. That's the part of the partnership that relates to the Lower Herbert Water Quality Program. That $200 million is, is targeted at trying to reduce the amount of sediment, the amount of dissolved inorganic nitrogen and the amount of pesticides that's running out onto the reef. And there's two main parts to it. There's a, a series of regional programs, so 10 regional programs in total. 
which are working on ground with landholders and with various delivery providers to try and improve practices in the case of sugarcane farmers, graziers, banana farmers and others uh, to try and both improve their productivity and reduce the sediment and other things that are running off their property and out to the reef. And then there's also a number of active restoration programs that we have that are trying to improve the landscape through planting trees, restoring gullies, restoring stream banks where they're eroding. So it's 10 regional programs doing that sort of on-ground work. And then we have a, a large innovation program as well of 22 projects under the innovation program, looking at trying to come up with new technologies to allow us to do all of these things. So they include things like working with JCU to develop a robotic uh, weed spraying technology so they can identify weeds and just do spot spraying rather than broadband spraying. There's work to develop a, an app to allow irrigators to be more efficient and effective in the way they apply their, their water so they get the, you know, the best value out of it and there's less water running off at the end of the paddock. Uh, we're doing work uh, with Greening Australia using drones to try and remotely seed stream banks and wetlands as part of restoration projects. And we're doing work with the Australian Seaweeds Institute who are looking at opportunities to grow seaweeds out in the marine zone as a way of capturing some of those, those pollutants, particularly nitrogen, as it comes in and before it gets out to the reef. What are some examples of the collaborative efforts taking place across the Queensland coastal river catchments to improve the quality of water entering the Great Barrier Reef Lagoon? Sure. So within each region, the program has been set up to try and drive collaboration between individual projects. So, for example, in Lower Herbert, we've got a number of delivery providers involved in there. We've got the uh, HCPSL, Liquiforce, Catchment Solutions, and James Cook University Tropwater Group. Agro Group. In addition, we're buying $500,000 worth of reef credits from Green Collar. And all of those projects, while they've got their own tasks that they're, they're working on, they're also designed to try and coordinate as best they can so we get the best value out of them. And now that's a role that's led by Herbert River Cane Growers who've got responsibility for trying to, to maximise the value, the learnings, those sorts of things that come out of the program. So that's within those regional programs. There's that sort of collaboration and that sort of partnership going on. But we're also trying to find ways to link up all of the programs across the regions. We have regular catch-ups between uh, organisations who are working in those different programs in the Herbert, in the Burdekin, down in Mackay, up in the wet tropics, so they can share the stories about what they're doing, what's working, where they're having challenges and, and, um, and try and learn from one another. So how does the Reef Trust partnership differ from previous investments in water quality in the Lower Herbert? Firstly, I'd say that partnerships approach is something that we've really promoted very strongly and I think is uh, different from some of the other approaches that have been taken rather than just having a suite of projects going about doing their own thing. We have, as I mentioned, Herbert River Cane Growers on board with this role as a, as a partnership coordinator to try and make sure we get the best value out of those projects, um, that they can work together, can learn from one another and derive all the synergies we can out of it. Secondly, I'd say that the projects, almost all of them really, have a major focus on productivity. It's obviously a water quality driven program. Ultimately, the funding's there to try and improve water quality for the reef. We recognise and all the partners recognise that the only way you can deliver long-term outcomes in terms of improved water quality 
is if the things you're doing are also going to be good for the landholder. And so the projects are all built also around driving productivity as a, as a key way for improving the retention of product on farm and reducing the amount that runs out. The other, other two things that I'd say are a bit different is, one, we've got clearly defined water quality targets for what we are trying to achieve. And we recognise that in the past, lots of these programs have come and gone and for landholders have been involved. It hasn't always been clear whether it's actually done anything in terms of that big picture, um, achieving what it's trying to do, end of catchment in terms of water quality. But we have clear targets and we have sound reporting around what each project's doing. So you can go and look on our website at any time and you can look for the whole of the partnership or for individual programs and see how we're tracking towards targets. And finally, Robert, what do you hope to be the legacy of the Reef Trust partnership in the Lower Herbert region? So we'd certainly hope that at the, you know, at the end of the program that there is less sediment, less dissolved inorganic nitrogen running out at the end of, end of paddock and end of catchment out onto the reef and that that leaves the reef in a better condition. But as a more importantly, we'd hope that's being achieved through new and better farming approaches that farmers recognise as beneficial to them. As I said, there's a you know, really big focus on productivity and the economic benefit associated with the types of approaches that are being promoted. And we'd hope that those are, are proven up and that we've got better ways of farming that are good for the farmer and that are, are good for the catchment and good for the reef. The Lower Herbert Water Quality Program is providing great opportunities for Herbert growers to be involved as part of the Broader Reef Trust Partnership to improve the quality of water flowing from the Herbert River catchment to the Great Barrier Reef Lagoon while improving productivity and profitability of the Herbert sugar industry at the same time. For more information on the Great Barrier Reef Foundation and the Reef Trust Partnership, visit barrierreef.org. Listen to more podcasts like this one at herbertrivercanegrowers.com.au and learn about other topics of interest to Herbert Growers.